Welcome to episode 27 of You Will Get Blisters. Here she is. How are you? Yeah, very well. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Hey, I've been around your neck of the woods. Hey, you have? And I thought you went somewhere that I like. Jane Eyre. It's nice yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Well, we went to the one in Chawton. Oh, I didn't know the one in Chawton. Yeah, I don't know how new it is. But yeah, I had a lovely time. Sorry, oh. I, didn't, I didn't have time to pop in. Oh, don't be silly. Don't. It was Just a fine if you, visit. If you enter M postcode, you don't owe me anything, babe. <laughs> <laughs> Were you just like hiding? Oh shit! I better not see. Imagine if I'd have walked in, you'd have been like, "No, would have been well pleased to it would see have been you, nice, wouldn't it? Yeah, would yeah. have been nice. Did you um, have a nice? Did you have a nice time? A lovely time. Yeah. So um, it was the first time I'd done like a proper full day sesh nice. sober sober with the baby yeah so it was but it was better than I thought it was going to be I had a really really good time on Friday That's good and then because it was you know McKendrick's birthday nice um then there was a bit of a party going on on the Saturday so I left early yeah 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 back. that's the thing like when you're pregnant and not drinking I imagine you can do it. There's a certain amount you can do. Fine, everyone's in good spirits. But when it goes extra boozy, tap out. Yeah. Do you know what? I'm going to give a shout out to 97 Cocktail Bar in Chilton. Oh, nice. Because um, obviously I wasn't drinking, but they made me some really lovely mocktails. That's nice. And at the end, because the, the others spent quite a lot of money in there, yeah. they brought us a round of tequila shots on the house and they brought me oh. a shot of pineapple juice, but still with the lime. That's really nice. Yeah. That is yeah, nice. So I've Things got part like that, of that is nice because I've been some, I'm not pregnant, spoiler alert, where, you know, <laughs> like if I just want to stop drinking at a certain point, and it's very limited choice for drinks in a lot of places, isn't it? That's it. Because especially if you don't really want a fizzy drink. Yeah, I don't know. You like flat, I like flat drinks. Yeah, I would exactly. go for an apple juice. But there's only so much apple juice you can drink. You, if you well, talking of apple juice, I went straight from Manchester on the Saturday to, you know, the farm that, that I go oh, along yeah. to, Canal Side. It was their summer party on the Saturday night. So I went straight to that. Nice. And, well, they'd got apple juice as the option, basically, as the alcohol-free option. Um, but it, it made more sense them to buy a whole litre bottle of it. Oh. So I did drink quite a lot of apple juice on, on Saturday night. Anyway, what have you been up to? What have I been up to? I'm trying to think anything exciting. We'll go on holiday on Saturday. I've been prepping my stuff, you know, been doing my ironing, as you do, before you yeah. go on your holes. So, yeah, um, we fly to, we're going to Turkey. Oh, actually, in, have I told you, we're going back to where we actually first met. Oh, Brad yeah, I, I remember met. you saying you were going. Yeah. How long are you staying for? Just a week, just a nice. week. Which all you need, nice. all you need. All you need, sir. <laughs> but, um, so it'll be interesting to see how it's changed, but everyone keeps going, oh, that is that right, really remote? I said, no, no, we just fancied going back and it'll be quite funny, but it could be, it's one of those things when you've got good memories of a place, you could go back yeah. and it could ruin the memories. I could oh, come back miserable. Um, I took Tom along to a place in the Algarve that I used to go with my parents and I had this vision in my head we used to go to this place Pampas Steakhouse I'm sure they're not listening so I'll say what I like we loved it I remember me and my mum and dad we loved it they'd bring you the burger and it would have like a firework basically in the top you know sparkler or whatever Took Tom back there it was basically a kebab shop oh no so yes you can yeah, sometimes the memory is not the same. But how long yeah. ago was it that you met Brad there then? 15 years. So, Woo! so a lot So imagine it, you know, it could look completely different. I've looked at the reviews on TripAdvisor. The hotel, the hotel sounds fine, but obviously it's like near this like really nice like area of natural beauty, like the beaches and the Blue Lagoon and everything. 
but then I, I did we did the silly thing of I looked at the reviews of the place after I'd booked it and people were saying, Oh, it's not like it used to be. Oh, no. like, you know, like reading through I was like, Whoopsie and then it was like you, we came here 10 years ago. It was beautiful and unspoiled. Not anymore. And I was like, oh, shit. What well, am I booked? Find out for yourself, won't you? We'll be partying, won't we? We might be partying, but we will see. But it's one of those things, isn't it? Like, I think it, the place is, we know, like, it's got nice beaches and stuff to do. Weekend When's that? Done. You go in Friday, you say? Saturday. We fly Saturday. From, from Luton. Oh, it won't be a couple of weeks off the podcast then, because oh. I'm going away the following Friday, 14th. Oh. Oh, did I know that? Did I know you're going away? No, I don't know. We're going Devon with uh, Tom's brother Lovely. again. Yeah. Oh, that'll be nice. So, yeah, mm. I'll have to have a break. Summer, summer break. Summer break. Was I in Devon? Because, oh, actually, that's another thing I've done. I've Was been I to in Bournemouth. Devon? I've been to Bournemouth. That's, <laughs> that's Devon, Dorset. Isn't it? Dorset. Do yeah. it every time. Do yeah. It every time. <laughs> yeah, pretty sure you have done that before, actually. Yeah. That is one thing. I've been down to, I went to, <laughs> this will make you laugh, actually. I went to Bournemouth last week. What day? Yeah. For 25 hours I was there. Well, no, Ooh, and that includes travel you time. As well. That includes travel time. Did you drive or get the train? Oh, well, you know me. I, I drove. Of I didn't mess around with that public transport lark. Don't care for it. So I left here at 9.15 on the Thursday. Mm. It took me five and a half hours to get there. Checked Not into the hotel. Bad. Not too bad. Not too bad, but it should only be four and a half. There was a bit of, you know... I won't go through. Let's just say the Winchester bypass, there was a bit of a jam, if anyone knows it. <laughs> so got there, parked up at the hotel. We were at this, loads. The, obviously loads of us from work, loads of work up north. It's basically my head office is Bournemouth, but mm-hmm. loads of the company are fully remote. So checked in and then went to the office because we we're having our summer party. Okay. Um, yeah. And then went to that. And then we um, we were out. You obviously know Bournemouth. You, you went to uni there, didn't you? Yeah. Do you know the cocktail bar called Aruba? Everyone seems I do, to know it. I yeah. do. Not on changed in 10 years. It is on the seafront. Yeah. yeah Apparently upstairs. it's not changed at all because a girl that I know at work, she used to work there as well when she was younger and she said it's not changed. So after our, we had a party on the terrace of where I work and then we went like out in Bournemouth. And we were queuing, honestly, it was a lovely place, but we had to queue for ages to get a cocktail. By that point, I thought, really? you know what? I'm having an apple juice. I'm over it now. I'm over it. <laughs> Oh, I was pleased because you know what I did the next morning? I woke up naturally at 5.40am. I thought, I'm getting in the car and I'm going home. So I woke oh, no. up. Beat, beat, beat a bit of the traffic. Beat the traffic. I was home by 10.40. Oh, well, it was well <laughs> worth your time going there then, wasn't it? So I was literally there. So we, I was, I didn't need to be there on the Friday anyway. But loads of people were like going to have breakfast and then tootle off home. What I tell you what, I was very efficient. I was logged back onto my laptop working at ten forty from Manchester. I was like, "How the hell are you home?" So I literally left at six. I think it was like six o five. I set a sail. No breakfast. No, because it didn't start till seven thirty. <laughs> <laughs> I walked out of the there. room with all the stuff, and it worked out quite well. There was a guy in the um in like the corridor, and he went, "You're leaving?" And I was like, "Yeah." I think he thought. What? Sorry, like, sorry, look at his watch. I just said, yeah, I'm going to beat the traffic. He went, I said, is there anyone on reception? He went, it is me. He was obviously running a few errands <laughs> around the hotel. So anyway, bless him, he came down. He was lovely, checked me out. And off I went. Um, yeah, you know, But I did it at four and a half with a stall. Left at like five past six, was back in my house for 10.40 and I stopped for petrol. M- make the most of the day. Because if I thought I've got to drive from Bournemouth to Manchester, I think that's, that day's a write-off. Not for me, sir. No, it's just the start for you. Do you know what? This, this is a funny travel story. I went in to pay for my petrol and it was like funny characters because it was about, this must have been about 8am, half eight in the morning. So you've got like your mix of 
well, me randomly, who's never really on the road. <laughs> and you've got people that are on the roads and probably use this service station three times a week. Yeah. And it's where they feel that loads of tradies, loads of people, and obviously loads of different accents, which I always like mm-hmm. in like service stations, stuff like that. And there was a guy, like two people before me in the queue, but I had not looked behind. I was queuing. I was thinking, I'm tired. I'd still not eaten anything at this point. There was a guy and he had, he was talking like that. I don't know where he was from, but he was talking like that. And he went, oh, Jesus, you're a big old fella. And basically he backed <laughs> into this guy. And obviously I wanted to look round, but obviously didn't because I was like thinking, oh, well, I'm going to big this fella is. He went, Jesus, bloody fucking hell, mate. I thought I was tall. You're a big old fella like this. <laughs> and this guy like obviously doesn't know. Like he's just going about his business. And he went, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, massive. Have you seen him? How have you seen this? big bastard like this and I was like at this point I'm obviously wanting to look around and have a look because I'm thinking what's his promotion I paid no he was very very tall it's a wonder he didn't get punched in the face I know I know it, it, he was trying it was coming across like oh I thought I was talking oh you're a big old fella right <laughs> but then, obviously this guy probably felt a bit awkward thinking yeah I've heard this all my life like it's obviously he must have been six foot seven mi- minimum Jesus he was that- tall that's why he's gone early because he didn't want anyone to see him because I yeah. bet people have this reaction to him all the exactly, time. Exactly, the poor bloke. So you only think, oh my God, hey, Chaz, have a look at this. Have a look. Like, come <laughs> yeah. over. Do you have a picture with him? I was thinking, I was going to know that didn't, that wasn't said. But you know, but you could tell that the guy that talked like that was very comfortable where he was. I think he was a regular in that particular. It does his... make me laugh though, Em, because you know, when you see a particularly tall person, yeah. there's always someone that goes, blimey, you're tall. Yeah. And they must hear that every oh. Day of their life. Too much, isn't it? Why do people bother saying it? Too much. No, I know. What's the tallest person that's ever lived? I reckon as someone out there that's been ten foot before, I can actually picture a picture of it in the Guinness World Records one year. Well, I've got this: a Turkish farmer yeah. who holds the Guinness World Record for tallest living male, living male, living at eight foot two. World's tallest person ever lived. So you're saying ten foot? I'm going ten. Let's have a look. Got, not got anything coming up at 10 foot. I've got a few <laughs> 8 foot 11ers. I've got oh, an 8 really? foot 9, That's 8 That's enough, foot isn't it? Why do you think 10, but if you've got a pick, I'm going to Google, has anyone has anyone ever grown <laughs> to 10 feet tall? The average human height is around, but people can grow to be over 9 feet tall. Wow, there you go. Well, so I reckon we have hit that. a 10 footer at some yeah, point. There's a picture of him with um, the at the time, the world's smallest man. Oh, nice. That's classic Guinness book. I still love getting yeah, that every it. Christmas. Oliver used to Oh, the annual. Yeah. Do you remember the Millennium one? It was all shiny. Yeah, I do remember getting that yeah. one. That was a good one, that. That was a good one. That kids don't get books now for Christmas, do they? Now it's all online. So I know I sound old. I don't know. Do people still buy Guinness like, If anyone wants to buy me that for Christmas. Oh, we you pleased with that? Yeah, I'd be very pleased, actually. I bet it's still going. I, I'm sure it's still going. And at what age did people, did my mum stop buying? Uh, Alison, at what age did you stop buying yeah. me the Guinness Book of World Records? Yeah. Well, whatever it's called. And did you ever look through it and think, I could be that? And then like go and me and Oliver <laughs> well, would go and get like a load of clothes pegs and start pegging them to our own face to, yeah. to try and beat that one. I'm not being funny though, Em, because some of these Guinness World niche. Records are ridiculous. Yeah, they're niche. Like, yeah, you're obviously going to be the person that's carried the most computer monitors at one time yeah, because nobody else is recording that because yeah. it's not interesting. Yeah. Tallest person ever, that's yeah, something that, that should be recorded. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember the page that was like someone's longest? ever grown nail 
Knowles. They used to know. Oh, curly. I loved that picture. Wasn't it in the mix? Stayed with Desperate me that to one. give them a trim. Trim, yeah. yeah just want to snip them off. Yeah. yeah. Longest hair, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. But yeah, there are some really stupid ones now because a lot of like famous people hold world records. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Like biggest sing along and they just get, they do it, Everyone, I don't know, on a yeah. football pitch in Brighton and they get anyone that yeah. turns up and they all sing happy we birthday. We want to see. It's just stupid. Big, longest, bring back longest nails, longest hair. Yeah. Biggest <laughs> spot. Back. Biggest spot in the world. Yeah. Bring That'd it back. Me. Longest toenails. If you want to. If you've got Rain. nothing better to do, <laughs> why not grow your toenails? Yeah. And oh, then, oh. I'm not volunteering for that one. I bet, oh, I bet there's a lot of contenders for that one, though. You never know. Yeah, that don't even know. Don't. There might be somebody there that doesn't even know. Oh, yeah, they could have taken the crown. I was saw a meme the other day that was like, there's somebody out there that's eaten the most crisps ever and they don't oh, yeah. even know, don't like know. In the, within their lifetime. Oh, there, crisps, there might be one me. that you hold, Emma, you don't even know about. I wonder what it would be. I don't feel like I do anything to an extreme. You know how some people have like obsessions with food and I don't know, like eat, you know, there's more people than you think that eat mashed potato for every meal of the day or something. Like, every, <laughs> yeah. every night they eat mashed potato potato and they're like, most mashed potato consumed within seven days. Yeah. I if you know. think that could be you, yeah. phone in. Give it a show. Yeah. That could Brilliant. be our new podcast. That could, oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. Something in that. Put that on I the board. I might have had the world's biggest blister. You might have done. But too late now. I can't measure it. Should have measured it. That is uh, true. Um, on that note, shall, shall we, we talk crack about on? The walk? Where did yeah. you get to, sir? Well, if you remember last time, we'd had a little break at yeah. mum and dad's house. Well, yeah. now we're back on. So it's. Uh, we we had a few days, and now it's the twentieth of July. Oh, not far off year on year, only fifteen. Days. I know. Yeah. And we're back. Oh, actually, just a quick update. Do you remember the other week we talked about a place called Bella Snap that yeah. the Australians seem to love? Yes. Um, my Australian friend listened oh, to that episode yesterday, and brilliant. I can confirm it is not in the Australian curriculum. Okay, good to know. Any insight as to why they like it? No idea. But also, coincidentally, my best friend Cake, it's her birthday on the weekend. They're going to Bella, near, very near Bella Snap. So I'm going to oh. get her to listen out for any Australian accents. How funny. Did I ever give an update on the podcast on the sheep situation in America? No. I've got an update. Oh, please. Come on. Harriet's been in touch. Let me go into the message. So on a previous episode, you said how the Americans were loving the sheep. Mm -hmm. And we said, I'll get in touch with Harriet to ask what the crack is with the sheep situation. Um, so she said at first she was going to ask Andrew, which is her husband out in America, in America. But her opinion was, we see many more cows and horses in the wild. I said, what I did say is, if we get confirmation from the longest standing American, that would be great. Because, <laughs> yeah. You know, Harriet is one of our biggest American listeners, but... Harriet's husband is American, so I wanted to hear it from him, really. Yeah. So, right, we do have them here, but far less common across the uh -huh. whole country. And then there was a stat that Andrew shared, or not a stat or an update. Texas has the most sheep and lambs in the United States, followed by California and Colorado. The United States has 5.21 million um, sheep and lambs, roughly 25% of sheep and lambs in the United States are in Texas and California. So, so 5.2 million in the US. How many have we got in the UK? Oh, got to have that many in Wales. Yeah, I was going to say, it's, it can't be far off. And but we are immediately, what yeah. size compared oh, to... Well, yeah. yeah, we're smaller than even Florida, aren't we? So yeah, he has confirmed that it's far less common. Well, there you go. So they do like a sheep. Yeah, no wonder. So there we go. Thanks to our international listeners. 
Right, back at it then. Back at it. So you've woken up. Are you back? Have you just finished the Cotswold Way? Have I made that up? Done the Cotswold Way, and today, Em, we're going to start the Heart of England Way. Nice. So we're back on home turf, really, because we're going through the Midlands. Lovely. So today we're going to walk from Mickleton, which is where we left off, to Ulster. Have you heard of Ulster? Oh yeah, I know. It's in Warwickshire. Yeah, and I've never been. Oh, well, I mean, I have now. Obviously, got there on the walk, but. um, yeah, I'd never been. So anyway, uh, we got on the Heart of England way. Now I'm going to talk. Do you know what? I keep going quite serious. Okay. I'm going to talk about HS2. Oh. Because it hadn't appeared on our walk until this point. Yeah. Now there'll be some listeners that know loads about HS2. Because yeah. they'll be from my area. But if you're not, I don't think it's widely publicised how bad, how devastating HS2 is. No, I don't think it is publicised at all. No, it's not. You talk to people from London and they've never even heard of it. Well, they don't, oh, really? I, mean, I don't know if they've not heard of it, but they don't see the devastation in, in the rural areas. Yeah. So HS2, in case you didn't know, is this high-speed rail that's going to go from Birmingham to London. And I think it will get you there in about 20 minutes quicker than the current train. What year is it due to be completed, please, Tom? Because it's been pushed back a bit. Oh, it keeps getting pushed back. So at the moment, they reckon it's going to complete around 2030. Okay. That's if there's no more delays. And how can Tom, can you find out exactly how much it's cost to the taxpayer oh, so far? Billions. 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 Stupid money, right? Yeah. Absolutely stupid. And it's ripped up. Yeah. A lot of countryside. Yeah. And yeah, if you don't see this stuff, it, it probably doesn't affect you. But I can tell you, Southam looks completely different. If you've yeah. grown up around here, the landscape now, it, it makes you want to cry. Yeah. You wouldn't recognise parts of Warwickshire. Yeah. Because the earth has just been ripped up to make way for this completely pointless. Yeah. Exercise by the Tories. Yeah. And yeah, I'm going I'm going political. No, I think that's what I do it. Go in. It's disgusting. It's a disgusting use of money. It's disgusting what they've done to the countryside. And who's gonna use it? The Tories. Well, they'll all be dead by the time <laughs> well, it actually opens. Well, they won't they'll be retired. They won't be going and what which of them is living in Birmingham? Well, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I've just got and it, all, it no, makes no, me very no, upset. Not that I'm against striking. They'll be on bloody strike anyway. It's not like <laughs> the train can't get a train anyway. They're all on strike. No, I'm, I'm, I'm being unfair. I, agree, I do agree with striking. Well, um, I, I just can't. So around here in, in particular, there was um, a pear tree. I'm gonna. This is a very specific example okay. of something that's happened due to HS2. So there was a pear tree in Cubbington, which is an area of Leamington. Yeah. Or a village just outside Leamington. And it was an ancient pear tree, very old. I can't remember exactly how old this pear tree was. But this pear tree won Tree of the Year. <gasps> right? <laughs> it's an award. It's, a, it's an award we all hope to win one day. Obviously. But this particular pear tree, a few years ago, it won Tree of the Year. And, you know, like the council absolutely loving it, Tree yeah. of the Year. Put Covington uh, on the map, sir. Put Covington on the map. <laughs> Not quite, but you know what I mean. Like they've made a fuss about this tree. Yeah. The following year, they've ripped it down. No. They've ripped it through for HS2 because all this stuff that, and I don't blame the council at all, I blame the government. Yeah. But all this stuff, they make, they, 
oh, we're green England, and then yeah. we want to do green this, green that. Yeah. It's a load of bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Because as soon as something that they think, I, I actually don't know why they're making HS2. No, I don't know some, who it be benefits. Yeah, there'll be something, someone getting some well, massive... They're paying their mates, aren't yeah. they, to make it. Yeah. So the current uh, budget is around $100 billion by the time it's finished. So I'll tell you. I'll tell you this. A few weeks ago, it was the king's coronation, wasn't it? Yeah. And I, listen, I'm no royalist. No. I couldn't care less either way, to be honest with you, about the monarchy. I'm quite interested in it. I certainly don't hate them. There was lots of people on social media, and possibly rightly so, saying, "How can this be justified when there is a cost of living crisis going on at the moment?" Oh yeah. And I totally understand the argument. All of those people that said that, have a look at HS2, because that is an ongoing vanity project by the Tories that's costing a shit ton of our money for absolutely no reason. If we could stop it in his tracks now, well, obviously the, a lot of the damage is already done him, yeah. but they could turn that into a walking route from yeah, Birmingham yeah. to London or what, whatever. But just stop. Just If any of you yeah. are listening and have anything to do with HS2, please tell me any of the pros because I can't think of a single one. It's costing the taxpayer £100 billion at least. As a comparison against the coronation, the coronation costs somewhere between 50 and £100 million. Nowhere near as much as £100 billion. One two thousandth of the cost. Not that I'm justifying the coronation either, but just to give you some sort of comparison... All it's doing is ripping up our countryside. Um, yeah, that's it. I can't think of anything else that it's doing. And we experienced a lot of it on the Heart of England Way, which is a shame because I'd sort of forgotten about Well, not forgotten about it, but it was nice to be away from it because when you yeah. live around here, Em, you yeah. do see Well, do when see I come day. down, um, exactly like you said, I don't, I don't think about it as in like, because I don't see it here. Mm-hmm. But this weekend, there's, mum will always go, oh, let me check which roads are open and closed. This is the thing, it's the ongoing hassle as well. Just mm-hmm. hassle for people getting going about their commute and everything because so many roads yeah. get closed. Oh, that's it, or yeah. Time, don't they? Because there's works going on. I tell you what, though, I think it was. I can't remember the exact figures, but I think it passes through something like a hundred parishes. So every parish council was given a vote: do you or do you not want HS two? And ninety nine of them voted against. Yeah, here we are. Yet yeah, here we are because yeah. it's nothing to do with the local people. No, it is for some reason what the Tories want to spend their money on. Absolutely insane. Yeah, no, I fully agree. So yeah, if you don't know about HS two, have a read. See where your money's going. There's lots of protests going on around here as well. That oh, there have yeah. been. They've dwindled a bit now, but join a protest. I should say actually that Labour were pro HS2 in the very beginning. Was it their idea originally? And then Tories were in power. So it's I mean they are to blame now. Blame the but, lot of them. But just uh in the interests of keeping a fair balance, Labour did have something to do with it as well. <laughs> <laughs> right. So on that note, we are trudging through the heart of England way and there are some diversions because of HS2. So that's why I mentioned it. And on our walk today, Em, we passed... Oh, did you want to say anything about HS2? I don't like it. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't they stop? They stopped the northern... There was one up in the north and they they stopped that one. Yeah, happy about that. (laughs) Yeah, good. Because it's one of those as well, like, I know, for me... It's not even like I wish they'd sort out the current rail network in terms of reliability, mm. pricing. So obviously yeah. 
London is heavily subsidised for travel and tube use. It's brilliant. Get the tube, you rave about it. Great service, really cheap, brilliant. Up here, obviously similar to um, Midlands, getting the train is expensive and it's it's completely, yeah, it's completely unreliable. So when Mm -hmm. I used, I worked in city centre Manchester for years, used to get the train. In my last couple of years of working in city centre, my last eighteen months at least, I stopped getting the train because it was so poor that it was actually better for me to sit in traffic and yeah, I knew I was going to get to work on time than you and because you there would be times you'd just be stood on a platform and there'd just be like no trains for hours and then obviously everyone then go and get a bus and you can't get a bus and it's just it's completely shite basically we've put our two pence in for the we trains have haven't we pen. you did a very good job though so and I agree with everything you've said well just so the, the listeners know I kept cutting out during my rant so I've done it oh, about yeah, I felt like I was on LBC for a minute there. Wow. Oh, yeah, you were very good. Get me on. I don't get know all the on. exact figures. I should probably read up on that before I... Yeah, but it's fine. You, get your, you do your printer. You do your little... <laughs> yeah. You do your notes. Get prepped. Anyway, we go on our merry way and we saw two... You know when you see freebies at the side of the road? Oh, yeah. That's one of my favourite things yeah, to see. At that. one point, we saw two, like, child's bikes on this oh, walk. Nice. And for a second, I did think... That gets there a bit quicker. Yeah. You would have looked like, um, what am I remembering when people ride those little toy bikes? A clown? Yeah. Well, <laughs> they're the ones. Yeah, your Ollie's come off, come off his oh, bike. Oh, but no news just in. Our Ollie's fallen off his bike. Well, no, not fallen off, been hit off his bike. He's all right, everyone. He's all right. He's got some good scrapes riding home from work. Um, and it's funny because earlier on, so it's the 75th anniversary of the NHS today is, and yeah, Oliver works in HS so he was joking saying oh they've got cake in the office but Oliver's celiac so he can't eat any my dad <laughs> is going up to stay with him for the cricket and dad's gone should have taken a bit for later and fed it to me and Ollie put didn't didn't think of that and he's literally written at 14 25 might not have survived the cycle home in a napkin though cut to later on tonight someone's some obviously some hoodie has diverted, gone weaving in and out of all the traffic and gone gone to go on the pavement and gone straight into Ollie on his bike in a cycle lane in Leeds. Knocked Ollie off his bike, all of his front wheels buckled. The guy hasn't even stopped. I'll tell you that bit. The guy's not yeah. even stopped. Loads That's of it. passers-by helped Ollie and someone came out of a shop and gave him a glass of water. That's lovely. That's nice. Offered to phone the police, but he was like, what can no they actually do? There, what yeah. can they do? They're not going to be able to get anything. But he did a flip. He did a full flip over the bike. Oh, I made it, I'd love to see that played back. I bet he looks fantastic. Yeah, t- talking <laughs> of um, bringing a bit of cake home in a serviette. Go on. So yesterday, uh, you know, I um, go to this wo- this local woodland, Foundry Wood. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm involved in, in it. Well, yesterday we had to take round Leamington in Bloom. Oh, no. You know they do these in Bloom yeah. things around the country. We had to take them round to have a look round. You get like an award, yeah, basically, nice. yeah. And then they pay for lunch afterwards. Oh, lovely. Right? Free lunch. Yeah. yeah, free lunch. So it's a buffet. There was loads left, them, and they said, oh. take as much as you want. Nice. Well, I've just come... away, <laughs> Well, you laugh. Go on. A woman there next to me went, I've brought a couple of Tupperwares. Love her. It, honestly. And oh, I said... Girl. I like your style. She said, this always happens every event. Schoolboy error. I'd never been before. Oh. So next time I go to a free lunch, yeah, yeah, yeah. just take a bag. Yeah. I just had to take a, a couple of samosas and a couple of pastries in a napkin. Yeah, they, that's a good one to travel home with. In samosas, a it, very, very manageable in a yeah, napkin. Yeah, very. Yeah, you don't want like a, a deconstructed egg mayo on the no, way home, exactly. do you? No, exactly. 
No, getting I can't everywhere. What there was fruits. Uh, there was like some cut up strawberries. Oh, no. She had a Tupperware she could get in oh, as much as she wanted. Oh, that for 48 hours. Yeah, perfect. Well, it's a good job Ollie didn't take the cake. And he is fine. Anyone that knows Ollie, he is he's yeah, fine. He was, go, he was off to mow the lawn when he got home. But the scrapes on his back, I showed you, didn't I? It's quite... Um, it looks like he's been whipped. It, do, it does look like it's awful. He won't be phased by that. My mum now, every time he goes on his bike, will be worrying, as mums do. the first time he's come off? I think it is, you know. Unless he does race, he does like racing, that where sometimes they get in a tangle. Mm. But that's the first time on the roads of Leeds. Oh, it scares me. I wouldn't do it. So we didn't take the free bikes. No, I think probably for the best. So we got, um, so we got to Ulster and mushy chips and, uh, mushy chips and peas. <laughs> Lower. <laughs> Mushy peas and chips, no. three quid. Oh, now back well, down. Dean, how much would that have been down Cornwall? Down Cornwall, that would have set you back about tenner, I reckon. Eight, oh. I, I wouldn't be surprised if that had been eight quid down in Cornwall. I think you're right. And then with fish, 15. Oh, at least. But three pounds, we're back in the Midlands and I'm buzzing. Brilliant, yeah, three quid, can't go wrong. And so we're staying in a pub that night and um, it was like, um, did you watch Shameless? Yeah. It's like the pub in, it's like the... Wait, did I watch Shameless? Shameless? A couple of people, Brad, knew were in that. Were they? Oh, and a lad that I used to work with was in Shameless. Who's that? Matt, Reese. Reese. which one's Reese? Reese. So he's also been in Coronation Street, he was very good in it. So it's like that pub on Shameless. Oh, it was just like that. It was it was it was pretty horrible. But yeah, <laughs> so we went out for chips and then we went back to this very basic room in the Shameless pub, which actually was fine. Yeah. Um and it was the women's Euros, wasn't it? So we had a bit oh, of football nice. to watch. Yeah, so now, one thing I was going to ask you about, actually, I don't stay in UK-based UK hotels often. No. You know, just that one walk. in um, Bournemouth that you just stayed in for about five yeah, minutes. Yeah. For literally five hours. <laughs> when I got to the room, I thought, oh, my God, it's hot in here because it was mm. it was lovely. On the seafront, you could see the sea, lovely. I thought, it's hot. And I am I like a cooler mm-hmm. room. Well, I went I'm over a, I thought, like to be a cold sleeper. Right. So you couldn't open the windows in that room and there was no air con. Mm-hmm. But this is common because often my mum will say, because she probably goes away more than me in the UK, she'll say, oh, it was one of those hotel rooms where there was no air con, you couldn't open the windows. Did you get that often? Or yes. you maybe in, how did you cope? Some were worse than others. And I'm sure there will be ones that come up where it's really bad because I can think of a particular one up north that was, oh, that was really? quite bad. But this one... It wasn't my house, was it? <laughs> <laughs> this one... I can't remember, I mean, I haven't written that it was particularly hot. And actually, I'm quite good at sleeping anywhere, but I do prefer it cold. But this one, Em, you wouldn't have wanted to open the window. We were on the ground floor, but it was in the car park of the Shameless pub. (laughs) So um, You'd have had people popping their heads. Exactly. We don't know what we would have got through the window. Did you sleep okay, though, in the Shameless pub? I did, actually. No one came through the window, so we managed a good sleep. Always a bonus to not have anyone popping in. Follow us on Insta at You Will Get Blisters. Thanks for listening, and we hope to see you again next time. <laughs> <laughs>